knowledge of the mind is highly respected in our world today. The vastness of new knowledge in the sciences, philosophy, history, and even spirituality is literally mind-blowing. When we look at the phenomena and unsolvable contradiction that become obvious in some branches of science, as in astrophysics, quantum physics, or in biology and medicine, there is a complexity that leaves us speechless. We realize again and again that there must be an underlying force, power, or higher intelligence. And this leads us to wisdom, wisdom of the heart. What does wisdom of the heart actually mean and how do we acquire wisdom of the heart? Hello and welcome wherever you are in the world. Today we share the introductory presentation to our latest public talk. Every month, we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly webinars on Zoom. For more information about our events, follow the links in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions, and impulses in your research for new answers. We are seeking for answers about the essence of life and hope to find them in knowledge. Some of us, the more head-oriented, might seek to learn as much as they can about spiritual philosophies and all the different teachings out there in the hope to one day understand the true essence of our being. Others, being more heart-oriented, might seek out a more mystic experience of love for all and everything, peace and harmony, and hope to find in this way a lasting answer to the ever-present inner yearning. And we could even add that some of us being rather action-oriented react to this yearning by feeling compelled to try everything that life has to offer to the fullest. May it be our passions, hobbies, or professions. But somehow all these different approaches do not answer our innermost questions of life and do not quiet our inner longing. It seems as if we just can never really grasp what we are actually yearning for. This quote from the Tao Te Ching might help us to understand why. Could Tao be spoken, it would not be the eternal Tao. Could the name be named, it would not be the eternal name. We are yearning for the true essence of life, for Tao, for God. But it is impossible to know it in our state of being. Because 
we are human beings of this nature order. Our consciousness is of this nature order. And this nature order is characterized by transiency, the vice, shine, and fate, by opposites and division. Everything we think, feel, or do is an aspect of this consciousness. It is a consciousness that is self-centered, centered on the I. It's our survival consciousness. This familiar eye consciousness has three centers, the head center, the heart center, and the pelvic or life center. We can also call them sanctuaries because this is what they are meant to be. The head center of our eye consciousness are all our intellectual abilities, our thoughts and the rational understanding of life. It also has a will, which instigates a reaction in our blood, nerves, and muscles. The heart center of our eye consciousness includes all the different facets of our emotions. As we all know, our emotions can even work entirely independent of our rational thinking. We are able to grasp and understand life situations on an emotional level and act accordingly. The will of the heart consciousness we know as feeling, emotion, or sentimentality. And then, there is the third center of our eye consciousness, the pelvic or life center. It is the most fundamental of the three centers of our consciousness. Our character, our preferences, basic instincts, and our entire karma are rooted there. It is the unconscious part of our consciousness. It also influences the head and the heart centers. The will of this center is or are our instincts, our desire, and our innate urge for life and self-maintenance. As nature human beings, we try to refine our head and heart consciousness which is possible to a certain extent. But this is not possible for the pelvic or life center. We can only try to hide its unrestrained, selfish, and possessive self-assertion with our cultivated head center, our thoughts, or our cultivated heart center our emotions. Don't we all know about the deeper and hidden sides of our being that we are not proud of and we seem not be able to get rid of? So the head, heart and pelvic center are the three centers of consciousness that make up our I. There are many methods and techniques that attempt to understand and balance them or change them. But 
we cannot change our eye consciousness with our eye. Our title, Knowledge of the Mind, Wisdom of the Heart, indicates the importance of the heart. But we do not mean here the emotional experiences of the heart, because as we have seen, they are part of our eye-being, just as our thinking is too. But there is another power in our heart that is not of this physical world not part of this temporary world. This power originates from another life field, from the divine realm. It holds the connection to the wisdom that exceeds any earthly knowledge. This living wisdom is a light power that can unveil the mystery of human existence. We experience it as an inner yearning for something we cannot even name because we cannot experience it in this world of opposites. It originates from the all in all and is hidden in our heart as a spark of the divine spirit, as a spark of the all in all, the essence. This spark is our key, our guide. The yearning that originates from this spark is a call coming from another life field, and it is not addressed to our eye. This reality, with its unfathomable and high vibration, is omnipresent. It is right here for all of us but we can perceive it only when our vibration matches its vibration. The spirit of the divine can connect to our consciousness only when our consciousness has been renewed. When it becomes a consciousness centered on the spark of the divine spirit, which we call the other one within, and is no longer focused on the eye. No part of our eye consciousness can connect to it, but we can still sense its calling. It's like the deepest essence of our soul. This spark of the spirit yearns to regain its connection with the spirit, with Tao, to reflect it and to manifest it in this world. For this, it needs a vehicle, a consciousness that is able to manifest the divine spirit in a harmonious combination of our heart, head, and life sanctuaries. This so-called vehicle with the three renewed sanctuaries or the three renewed consciousness centers is the true human being. And it is our task as human beings of this nature at this time to become a true human being. This complete turnaround, this reversal, requires of us the transformation of our state of consciousness, a complete reversal of our entire focus of life.
we are called to a self-revolution. Our eye consciousness, after experiencing that this life field can never bring true fulfillment, and that a connection to the true essence of life, for that we need to turn around, to turn away from being centered on ourself, and to turn toward being centered on the other one, the spark of the spirit in our heart, with its potential connection to the all in all, to the essence, the divine essence. This true thinking with the heart has nothing to do with the familiar range of our emotions and our feelings. All I can do, all we can do, is to become quiet so that the noise of me subsides. Then the calling of the other one within me becomes more audible. I can begin to pay attention to it in my daily life. I can become aware of its presence, no matter in what situation I find myself. I can make room for it in my life. I can begin to step aside so that the other one within me can be heard, so that it can express itself. When we answer the calling and the yearning in our heart in this way, then this new power within us becomes stronger. It will begin to change our thinking and our view of the world. The head sanctuary of our threefold consciousness begins to change. Deep inside, we begin to understand the true state of our I-being, its limitations, and also its task. The I-consciousness, the personality, is not bad or evil. In fact, it is necessary. It is the tool that grants us our survival in this world. And it is also an important tool in the process of becoming a true human being. It is the basis for our transformation, for our transfiguration. Without an eye consciousness, there would be nothing to transform. In the beginning of this process, the old I consciousness and the new consciousness of the essence exist simultaneously. The new consciousness is like a child who still needs to grow up. And the I needs to be aware that I have to become less so that the other one within me can grow. The yearning of the spirit spark in our heart is the guide in this process. The goal, the purpose of our existence is to become a true human being who will reflect the divine spirit in our consciousness and through our life actions rather than working to protect and satisfy our I-being which we can express as me, myself, and I. Then our new consciousness will be able to dwell in the eternal life field of the spirit through its connection with the spirit spark in the heart. 
To conclude today's theme of knowledge and wisdom, all are acquired knowledge and wisdom, knowledge and learning of the world, and all spiritual wisdom teachings will direct us to the same essence, to the one, to the unity that encompasses everything. It is the transformation of consciousness, the change to thinking with the heart. And in our heart, we will know, using the words of Socrates, I know that I know nothing. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.